0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the presentation by ORCAM. It is my pleasure to introduce Dr. Walensky. And I believe Dan Parker will also be joining us and representatives from ORCAM. So um, good afternoon, doctor. Go right ahead.
0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. I'm hoping uh, my uh, co-host here today, Dan Parker, will be joining us in a moment. But uh, I'm here today to discuss uh, the ORCAM device, uh, ORCAM technologies. Um, But really what I want to do more than talk about how OrCam works and what it does is really about the benefits of OrCam and from someone who's using the OrCam device, such as Dan Parker, when he joins us. He's really a remarkable individual, and we really wanted to share some of his story and also on how he uses the device. I'll take this time while we're waiting for him to log on just to give a little bit of background about uh, the... OrCam, and as well as even even myself. So I'm an optometrist, a low vision optometrist in New York City. I've been working with OrCam for the past seven years as a consultant, and I work in the area of clinical and professional relations. Um, the OrCam company itself uh, started in 2010, and their initial device came out in around 2015, which was launched. And then their OrCam MyEye Two was launched in 2018, and here in 2020, in 2020 the OrCam Read device was launched. The uh, CEOs of the company uh, OrCam is Professor Amnon Shashua and Ziv Aviram, who, upon before forming OrCam in 2010 had another company called Mobileye. And what Mobileye did was utilize computer vision to for collision detection in automobiles. And they wanted to utilize that computer vision technology, but for people. And they decided to come up with the company OrCam, which its purpose was to create assistive technology for people who are blind or visually impaired. And that again started in 2010. Uh, And now the device currently is that they have Is the ORCAM my eye? Actually, I think we have Dan cutting in.
2: Hi, excuse me. It's Lena. Um, Dan is called in, but he's part of the attendees. Can someone move him over to the panelist side?
1: I can if he I don't see his name. So is he on a phone? Yes, correct. He's on the phone. He needs to raise his hand. And I cannot move someone over to the panelist side that calls in on a phone but I can allow him to be unmuted. Great. Thank you. So if he could raise his hand, with either raise the hand on the screen of the phone or um, if it's a regular phone, it's star nine.
0: Sorry for the delay, everyone.
1: He's not raising his hand, doctor. So go ahead, I'll watch for him.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll keep going. So. While I'm going, let me just let everybody know what the device does in case somebody is not familiar with the OrCam device. So specifically, OrCam MyEye, device, is about the size of your finger, weighs less than an ounce, uh, attaches magnetically to most any eyeglasses. And what it does is it has a 14 megapixel camera. The device takes a picture and then speaks back the information that it sees. So the specific functions that it does, it's able to read and does reading by OCR off of any surface that be if someone wants to read a book, read a newspaper or read off of a computer screen that it can do. It also has some recognition functions and it's able to recognize faces. So it has facial recognition, product recognition, barcode reading, uh as well as color recognition and money recognition so it's a multifunctional device which is portable and again wearable and again wears on on most any eyeglasses either on the left or right side of your eyeglasses and how it works it functions in a bunch of different ways you're able to have orcam function to read by one of three ways one way to get orcam to read is just automatic holding up the text and ORCAM recognizes that there's three sides to the page, or four sides of the page and automatically takes a picture and automatically starts reading. The next way to get ORCAM to function is that there is a touchpad on the side that has different functions. You can tap or slide and then different and different gestures will make it work, but you can tap once on the side of the device and you'll hear a camera uh, sort of clicking shutter sound and then ORCAM will then read back to, to text automatically. The third way is a pointing gesture that can get OrCam to read text. And by pointing, I mean like not pointing at someone, because we all think that that's rude to point at someone. You want to point forward like the number one with your finger in the air. And OrCam will recognize your fingernail or finger and will hear an auditory beep. And then I will remove my finger, and then I'll hear a shutter sound, and then that shutter sound like a camera taking a picture will automatically tell me that it recognized that it recognizes text It's taking a picture and then the device will automatically start reading the text in front of me and and that's what it does and the benefits really of that is that you can read text instantly right in front of you you don't have to wait to to put it on a scanner or anything like that so it's really the independence of being able to read anywhere and By reading anywhere, it's able to do that. Also, you can take it anywhere because it doesn't hook up to Wi-Fi at all. So it's not hooking up to Wi-Fi or the internet, or there's no other programming that needs to be done. So it's dependable wherever you go. So there's the freedom of that taking the device with you. Where like, let's say one of the other features is going shopping where it reads uh, barcodes. So you can utilize that while going shopping and not have to worry about being tied into the cloud or something. So it's uh, dependable in that way. And also for privacy, let's say if you were reading a bank statement or things like that as well, it's not saving anything into the system. Takes that picture, it speaks back the information and then it's it's out of the system, um, which again, beneficial for many reasons for privacy. Um, I also mentioned facial recognition. Which can be beneficial. Uh, it, it recognizes people about. Uh, I get it to about 10 to 12 feet away. I can have actually recognize someone in front of me. It takes it. It takes about 30 seconds just to re- um, register the person into the system. It's a very simple procedure, and then wherever you're going, when it sees that person, it will recognize that face that's in the system. So that that's how the OrCam device works. Um, Doctor, yes. This is Dan. They, they got me unmuted. Let you know. Dan, great to hear from you. So I want to really introduce Dan here because Dan, you know, he he uses OrCam. And I think, you know, as a doctor myself, introducing OrCAM, I really do introduce it to, to most of my patients. Um because I do see it as it's a great technology, and I think people need a good demonstration of the device, but really hearing from somebody who uses the device and uses it on a daily basis like Dan. But Dan, what I'd like to first do is really, um, you know, I'm happy to have you here. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay,
3: thank you very much. And first of all, I appreciate ACB inviting me along with OrCam to share my story and, and talk about an amazing product with OrCam. So I'm Dan Parker from Columbus, Georgia. In 2005, I was a world champion drag racer. And March 31st, 2012, I had a very violent crash while testing a new motor that left me 100% blind for life. So, you know, not doing quite what I was going to do adjustment wise, and I still had lots of physical injuries and everything. About six months later, I had a dream that I could race again. So, I built a design and built a motorcycle. In 2013, I became the first blind man ever race the Bonneville Salt Flats. I returned in 14 and set my official FIM class record with no exemptions for blindness. I was able to do that because I'm the only blind land speed racer in the world that's ever raced with no human assistance. I have a custom guidance system built by a friend of mine at Boeing Phantom Works that gives me audible feedback so I know how to stay on course. The Bonneville Salt Flats, is a dried lake bed approximately 10 miles by 20 miles long that you know over the last thousands of years the water evaporated and all the salt settled to the ground so with salt there's no vegetation there's no nothing it's a perfectly flat smooth surface they started land speed racing there in 1914. so right I set that record and I came home and I knew there was still one more title to be had that's the title for the world's fastest blind man currently in england mike newman has it now at 200.5 miles per hour but he did it respectively with human assistance he had a follow car one person driving and one person through two-way radio giving him audible directions right left etc so four years ago 2017 i bought a flood salvage title 2008 corvette that had no motor and no interior with the sole purpose of building a car to chase Mike Newman's record. So this project, you know, slow go, cause it's all based off of donations or uh, sponsorship or, you know, whatever I can do and also volunteer crew to build the car. We finished it just in time last February. I ran it for the first time at the Spaceport in New Mexico on my first full pass after a couple of days of problems and sorting out the new guidance system I ran 153.8 miles per hour, my first pass, full pass with no human assistance. Um, I also filmed an episode of Jay Leno's Garage while I was there. You can be found at Jay Leno's Garage Risk versus Reward on YouTube. I'm about the last seven minutes, I think, on the show. So then, like everybody else, you know, COVID hit, the racing stopped, and it's been sitting there dormant for about a year. Well, I just recently, um, Signed some sponsors and now I'm preparing the car right now. In three weeks, I'll run it at Arkansas at another standing mile event that uh will be my first race since you know COVID hit. So, we're looking, we're still tweaking the guidance system. So, realistically, we're shooting between 190 and 200 miles an hour passes by the end of the, that weekend. Then I'll come home, assess anything that needs to be fixed, whether it's horsepower aerodynamics guidance system. We return in Arkansas in October, and then we're gonna rent the facility the day after to attempt the Guinness Book of World Records. And yesterday I just, uh, it was announced that Cruise Technology um, in San Francisco is signed on as a major sponsor, and along with the NFB, along with the Blind Driver Challenge. So it's, uh, me and the team are in full thrash mode right now preparing the car to to go right
0: again. That's great, Dan. And I know you're gonna make it. So it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the vehicle's amazing. The technology you're using is amazing. But I know you don't use, you know, OrCam to drive the car, <laughs> as we know. OrCam- that, That's drive. correct. <laughs> right, yeah. So that definitely, I wanna make sure everybody knows. But, you know, OrCam helps you in your shop because you do have a machine yep. shop. Um, maybe you could tell everyone a little bit about your machine shop.
3: Yes. Yeah, so. Like you said, OrCam, you know, doesn't help me drive the car. But one thing OrCam is doing along with my Corvette, you know, the Corvette is pushing the limits of technology by being the only blind person in the world that's ever, you know, drove with no human assistance that fast. I'm, so I'm the first to 50 miles an hour, 100 miles per hour, and 150 miles per hour with no human assistance. So OrCam is using technology to, you know, better the blind people our everyday life. And the biggest thing that I see it doing is helping us with unemployment rate. So I have a small machine shop at home and I custom machine aluminum ink pens. And my website is theblindmachinist.com and I have an Etsy store and I've shipped ink pens all around the world. And so the OrCam, you know, I was first introduced to the OrCam several years ago. I was working at a local bicycle shop and I heard about it and I inquired back to my VR counselor and he came and demonstrated one to me. And It was just amazing. It blew me away, you know, what it could do. And it was helped me at the bike shop because, like, I could identify parts. And, you know, if I need to go pick up a 20 by 1.75 inner tube versus a 20 by 2.25 inner tube, I could independently, you know, determine what I had in my hand. But what the biggest thing it did is I been, had, I've been volunteering since I went blind at a local high school teaching machine shop. And they had an opening come up. They had, they were gonna be allowed to have a part-time pair pro and just I applied for about the time I got my ORCAM. It took about two months, a month or two to go through all the process. And I took the ORCAM on my interview to the principal, you know, because they were worried, you know, how's I gonna do this? You know, so I had I'd already sort of worked out in my head some techniques that would help me. And that once I demonstrated those to the principal, you know, he knew that. I'd be a valuable asset, you know, to the school. You know, I could label my handouts, my worksheets. I could read passages in the books to follow along with the students. And then the facial recognition, I could program my, my students' faces. So when we're out in the shop. You know, if somebody walks up to me and they ask a question, I can automatically know who is there in front of me. Um, so it, it's just amazing piece of you know technology has a huge amount of potential to be really changing for the blind.
0: Yeah. And what I've heard is like, you know, it's a time saver as well. Because uh, Oh, yeah. Exactly. Like- before, you know, before
3: I was going to technical college and, you know, trying to scan books and everything else, you know, it's time consuming. And but with OrCam, you know, it's mobile. It's on the fly. It stays with you. You know, it, it, it's, it's truly you know, like I said, it's portable, you know, it's sometimes you don't have to worry about it. And wearing it on your glasses, it, you know, it just becomes a natural part of your daily you
0: know routine. And Dan, when you first started, you know, even, I guess, uh, learning the technology of driving the car, and, and I've uh, seen that, I've uh, seen videos of your car, I've seen the motorcycle too, up, up, up close, which, it, which was really neat. Um, but, um, you know, how long did it take you to start learning you know, how to use all the features? Was there a learning curve for you? You know, uh, how, how quick or, or slow did you, did you, you know, learn the device? Well, well, I'm you're not, be everything. The best. you're fast to everything. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, technology has challenge. To me. I tell everybody I'm more of a hammer and chisel type of guy <laughs> than a computer guy. And literally the first night I got the device, my VR counselor came and gave me about an hour, hour and a half worth of training on the job. And I came home and I had Jennifer, my fiance, stop by a store and pick me up a hot rod magazine. Something that, you know, used to be an integral part of my life is my motorsports, And the first night I broke down crying. I'm not afraid to tell anybody because right then I, I read articles in my hot rod magazine, something that I've been missing for at that point, almost six years, five, five years. And so, uh, it was simple you know it is it's, it takes a little time like anything whether it's our iphone or whatever but you know if i can pick it up anybody can pick it up because uh you know i was just more of a mechanical type person more than uh technology type person
0: no definitely and i can understand that and that's one thing i like about it for my patients also is that kind of you, you take it out of the box and it starts working there's nothing you got to set up so yeah it, doesn't really take anything. If you didn't use any assistive technology beforehand, it's really you take it out of the box. You just got to learn a couple of little gestures and you know what everything kind of does, where the on button is, and how to uh, swipe on the touch bar. And uh, that's really that's really all it takes. Mm-hmm. So what I was going to agree. Yeah, what I was going to quickly do is sort of describe um, the reading. And just uh, hopefully everybody can hear the device and the sounds that it makes, just to show how quick uh, the reading uh, function actually works. I'm turning on an external speaker. So hopefully everybody can hear, and I'm going gonna... to... So I was having the...
4: Disconnected from morecam 2.4G. Bluetooth audio device, superstar hotshot connected. Bluetooth audio device, superstar hotshot connected.
0: So what I've done is I'm actually connected to a Bluetooth audio device. That's what you were hearing. I unplugged it from uh, that it was charging. It told me how much power it had. And now it's connected to a Bluetooth audio device so everybody else can hear. Usually how I can hear the text or anything being said to me through the device will be through either a speaker that sits in the device that sits next to my ear when it sits on the glasses or through a Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker or even a Bluetooth headset. So I'm placing it on the right side of my glasses magnetically. And what I'm gonna do is I'm holding up a book. And what I do is I hold up a book about tent, about eye level height. And what I'm gonna do is a pointing gesture. As I mentioned earlier, I'm gonna point forward with my finger like the number one. OrCam is gonna recognize that gesture. It's going to, you're gonna hear like a beeping sound Uh, Then I remove my finger, and then I'm going to hear a shutter sound, which tells me that it took a photograph, and then it'll start reading. So let me do that gesture. I'm holding, again, the book at about eye level, at about 12 inches in front of me. I'm pointing forward with my finger. We heard a beep. I removed. We hear a shutter sound. Which sound like the words they are related to, for and is, but we also say
4: 50 and 30 and 20, which are to sound like 5 and 3 and 2, but not really, and...
0: And then I actually stopped the device from reading just by placing my hand out. So it works by gestures. And then if I just looked at my wrist with the device, the
1: it tells me the time
0: pm So there are three gestures as as, as I just mentioned, and there's three ways to read automatic by uh, touching on the side of the, the, the device itself at the touch bar or by that pointing gesture. So uh, Dan, what do you find you normally utilize for yourself? Uh, Because I know everyone's different than the liking of how they utilize the device in reading. I usually use the point gesture. Um, This
3: morning my my living room looks like a race car shop blew up in there because I got packages everywhere there and I needed to find a package from a certain vendor so I was able to pick it up. You know, I can feel the label smooth against the bubble wrap so I could point at the label and it would read to me, you know, who it was from, so I knew whether or not that was the part I was looking for. So generally, I use the point gesture more than anything.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I have some people that like, you know, to use the point. Some like to use just the touch on the side. I don't have many people utilizing the automatic, but they like that it's there. That it's there in case yeah. they want to lift up something real quick and it can automatically then uh, see see the uh, text. So mm-hmm. you know, as um, Dan Dan was mentioning earlier his uh, fiance. I had the pleasure of meeting her, and actually, Dan, I you could tell them I, I got to hold I got I held the ring before you gave it to her. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, so we were invited uh, to be on the Steve Harvey show TV show to to demonstrate the OrCam, and at that time I've been dating my fiance for a while, and I long story short I proposed to her on the Steve Harvey show using the ORCAM, uh, she did say yes. And so that was a good thing. And it, it was it was really unique to be able to surprise her. She had no idea, you know, she thought totally that she was going on there just to sit beside me while, you know, me and Dr. Walensky spoke about the ORCAM and she was just totally surprised. <laughs> so it was a good day. So Dr. Walensky held the ring in his coat for me. So when I got down on one knee. He handed it to me. I was able to put it on Jennifer's finger.
0: Right. I was getting nervous. I would lose. I would lose the ring.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you can find that on uh, YouTube. Steve Harvey blind man proposes. If anybody wants to go check it out later, um, it was a good time. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was real genuine and a kind person, just as he he comes across on TV.
0: Yep. Exactly and uh we even showed also i remember facial recognition on there too we did reading facial Mm -hmm. recognition um how do you where do you find yeah i know you mentioned at the school you find facial recognition helpful um how about at the shop when like your friends are helping you or the volunteers
3: well not as much because truthfully since covid hardly anybody comes around you know i got a guy flying in from vegas tonight but it was real helpful in the shop because you know, you're in a loud, a loud machine shop, the school was built 1935, so it was a big open room, so I had more echoes than a typical, more modern, you know, school with insulation and sound deadening, and so it, sometimes it's hard to distinguish voices, and the facial recognition really come in handy, because if I'm sitting there on one machine trying to instruct a student on a project, and other machines are going in the background, you know, it sometimes gets harder. know, be able to hear exactly who comes up on me if they don't identify themselves but the facial recognition you know replaced that i didn't have to worry about it
0: right and and teaching some and teaching facial faces in the system uh people don't have to worry you're not like uh, the government you know trying to identify people it's really you have to have a willing participant in order to put someone in the system they basically stand about three four feet in front of you with no one else in the field of view. If you hold your finger on the side of the device, it directs you the whole time. And it basically tells you what to do. You say the person's name or you can have them say their own name and then they're in the system from then there on. So it's, it's pretty simple to put somebody in, it takes 20 to 30 seconds. And I think that holds a hundred faces if I remember right? Correct, it holds a hundred faces. Yep. It also has a barcode reading. So, um, you know i'm sure like some of the auto parts you have like you know have barcodes but it probably doesn't recognize some of those things it recognizes because it has about a, just under a million barcodes in the system yeah the,
3: yeah, the biggest thing i use for it is that it'll, it'll read the labels on some of the packaging you know um you know whether it's some you know a box that might have something internal maybe the instructions you know tell me what it is you know that is that's a big help because you know, a lot of that stuff is not in a digital format, you know, sometimes, or it's not accessible. So I can sit down, I have an office chair at my shop, and I can sit down and just read what I need to read, you know, either by myself and work independently, you know, just like I would have before I went blind.
0: But if somebody also didn't have, uh, you know, didn't have the barcode, didn't know what the barcode was, I know you said you're reading the text off the label, which is great, we could do that, of course. Mm But also if you wanted, if it didn't know the barcode, just like facial recognition, you could teach it barcodes too. So let's say you had special items and things. But I did want to mention something that I know, Dan, that you haven't used yet, because it's very brand new. There's two new things uh, that have come out with OrCam. One is called smart reading. And the other one is called um, orientation, which is right now in a really a beta. Uh, Right now, but smart reading is interesting because what it does, it uses natural language understanding. And when I enter the smart reading mode, now I know I mentioned there's only three ways to read. Well, now there's actually four because smart reading really lets you interact with what you're reading and getting what information that you want. So if I go into a smart reading mode, which I'm going to uh, do in a second, I can then, let's say, read a newspaper, which I'll grab here. I can then take a picture of the newspaper and only read the headlines. All I have to say is read the headlines. And then it'll tell me the headlines. And I can say only read the first or second or third article on the page. So I'm able to get what I want when I want, which is really important. I'm going to turn back on the uh, speaker so that way everyone can hear because I disconnected it before. I'm going to wake up the device because it did go into a sleep mode to save on battery life. And it should hook up to the speaker so everybody can hear. Let's see. I'm just going to connect it. And how I connect it actually is through another voice command. I'm going to double tap on the side of the device. Let's do it again. Connect to Bluetooth audio device. device. And now it's looking for a Bluetooth audio device and it should connect to this uh, speaker I have in front of me here called Superstar. Great
4: audio device superstar Shot, connected.
0: So what I'm going to do is enter a smart reading mode by double tapping on the side of the device. And then I'm going to be able to speak commands and get what I want. Smart reading. Note that there may be more text to ready. Read the headlines.
4: Found two headlines. First result being paid to sit in SNL seats. Second result talking about beat generation.
0: Read the second article.
4: Talking about beat generation by Elizabeth Vincentelli. A man chases the perfect funky drummer. Dylan Whissing has been making a living as a versatile
0: session drummer since. And I put my hand out for it to stop. And then all I need to do is exit to exit. Exiting. Smart reading. And that's how smart reading works. And I can have a menu and I can get um, the chicken dishes. I can get the desserts if I want. I can also read amounts and I could read the dates. So it's interesting where I can then just get anything that I want out of, out of the text. So Dan, did you have anything else to add or things like maybe your thoughts on the OrCam technology and the future of all this? Two things that comes to mind first, you know, my biggest worry
3: when I went blind, I lost my business and I found out about the staggering unemployment rate at 70% for the blind and through, you know, what I, Working, my VR counselor was able to purchase this for me, but this is something that can help change the unemployment rate, truly, because it allows you to work on a job independently. And, you know, through talking to Dr. Walensky, when we was at the Steve Harvey show, I learned that ORCAM has over 200 engineers in Israel always working on improving this device. You know, what you see today is going to be better two years down the road because they're constantly working and committed to improving it and what's amazing to me is how many languages it also speaks to so it's not something that's just limited to america just limited to english which you know that's our primary language what we speak but so the commitment for uh improvement and quality is strong with the company you know and, and that speaks volumes for them they didn't just come up with something and you know, that's it, never to be improved. They're constantly improving on it. That's amazing.
0: Yeah. And I've seen those improvements after, throughout these past seven years. What I, definitely, it's been amazing. I mean, it was a, even, the, even the hardware of the device. The, initially, the initial device was about a huge battery with a wire, and now it's wireless and just the size of your finger and weighs less than an ounce. Yeah, my first one was a 1.0 with the wire. Yep. Yeah, you no, know, and that uh, the biggest thing people say to get hooked on the doors when you walk by because of the wire. <laughs> <laughs> well, for you, it gets hooked on things in the machine shop, which is a little dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I wanted want to do is open it up to uh, questions if anyone had. Uh, that way, we can hopefully answer some of your questions.
1: Okay, well, if you would like to ask a question for either gentleman, The uh, raise hand command on a PC is Alt Y. On a Mac, it's Option Y. On the smartphone, it is on the, I believe it's about in the center of your screen. And on the landline, it is star nine. So you have a um, phone number 704, last three, you may unmute. Go ahead.
0: Did we have something? 704
1: you may unmute okay well let's go to the next one sure we'll come back. Um, Beth you may ask your question, you may unmute hey guys, this is wonderful, thank you so much for the program I had a couple of things, first of all, how about someone who has been totally blind since near birth. So who does not wear glasses. Is there a pair of glasses that you can get with the OrCam? And the second thing is, could you possibly tell us a little bit about what the orientation mode is going to be? Thank you very much.
0: Sure. So I I can definitely answer that for you. You know, the, the OrCam device can be for anyone who is visually impaired or blind, and that's blind from birth or blind later in life. Uh, It doesn't matter what eye condition or eye disease somebody has, which I do have to do that when I work with magnifiers and magnification. I have to sort of think about the eye disease or how someone's seeing. Since it doesn't work with your sight, it can work for anyone. So I do have it working for multiple individuals. But as you mentioned, with glasses, it does come with a pair of eyeglasses with the device. But again, it could go on anyone's eye. And that's the whole point of this is you can be unique to yourself. You have your own style. You have a certain pair of sunglasses you wanna wear that you like. It can attach to those. So it doesn't have to be the specific pair of glasses that uh, it comes with it. So it could just be a kind of stylish sunglasses. Um, And as far as the orientation feature, right now, as we mentioned, it's in beta. It's really about it's, it's not meant to take a place of, you know, our white canes and guide dogs. What it is as far as orientation, it's orienting you in indoor environments, like saying where the cup is on the table and possibly leading you, leading you towards it, uh, as well as what's in a room. So basically, just as I said with smart reading, where I tapped twice and said smart reading went into that mode, all I need to do with orientation is tap twice and say um, what's in front of me. When I say what's in front of me, the device is gonna search the room or where I am and tell me what things are are there in front of me, a door, a chair, a window. Uh, And um, right now it's, like I said, in beta, It it is given out to people to test out, but it's not something that's fully functional at the moment and we're hoping it's getting better and better. So hopefully all that answers the question.
1: Yes, thank you. All right, thank you, Beth. Sandra? You may unmute. Hello, can you hear me? Yes.
5: Um, So my question is around reading print. Um, Can it read bigger things like boards and signs and things? So if you're walking down a street or something, you know, and someone gives you thoughtless directions, like it's left past the chemist or something, can you use it for that
0: sort of thing? Sure. So um, I always say, really, at this time, for, for text far away, WorkCam is really more of a personal space device for text reading, but it okay. can read distant text. That's not a problem. So if there's a large sign, you know, a big, big billboard or even right in front of you, a street sign, it can read it. Um, the issue is, mm-hmm. is you can either point or you can touch on the sidebar to take a picture. Pointing will get you exactly where you want it to read.
5: Yeah, but but, I, I won't know where it is just see.
0: Right. That's where I'm getting at. So I have a friend. So I have a friend uh, who here in New York City, what he'll do is something what I call like discovery. He'll kind of stand, uh, stand in the street and to figure out like what's around his surroundings, because it will read some of the signs and even some of the signs like, let's say the chemist or the pharmacy across the street, it'll read that sign. So he'll tap on the side of the device and then just slowly turn his head, tap one, slowly turn his head, tap again, and it'll read things out there in front of him. So he gets to orient himself where he's at. So I have had people who, who are blind who can, who do use that for distance. But again, that's not what it's really created for.
1: Okay. Well, thank you very much. Cindy, you may unmute. Cindy,
6: you may unmute. I did unmute. Okay, okay. There. Now I'm unmuted. Hi, mm-hmm, Cindy. Okay. Ooh, hello. Okay. Hi, Sheila. I have, it's kind of a same question, but a two-parter. Okay, so I have seen this, and I am telling you, I am so serious about buying one. I actually, from my last life, as I call it when I had vision, had my glasses out this morning. And they're sort of, um, let me say, they barely have any sort of uh, amount of whatever they had in them back 10 years ago. You know what I mean? They're barely, they weren't magnifiers. They had some regular stuff in it. Anyways, I thought, oh, I can stick the Oricam on here. But what I want to know, the battery life, how long will the battery life before I have to recharge it? And also, um, you know, like a car battery, you know, at some point you can only charge them so much and you need a new one. Can you get a new battery?
0: Sure, so the battery life of the device is, is when using it in a constant pace would be about 90 minutes. And it does charge up pretty quickly so that we do have a, like a battery pack that you can put on it and charge it like on the go. So that would work for you most of all day. Uh So you can can keep charging anywhere. You can use it while it's hooked into a battery pack, you know, sort of like external packs that could definitely be done as far as time, as far as a battery malfunctioning. I personally don't know of anyone so far that has had that issue yet. I, um, I really wanna give you a better answer for that. And no, I No, yeah. that's fine,
6: that's fine. No.
0: The charger though is called the Charge Me. Uh-huh. Um, and that's uh, sort of a, a device that you just hook <clears throat> the, the OrCam Eye in and it sits in it like a cradle.
6: Right, okay, cool. You know, I mean, oh, you, I am dead serious about getting one of these. You have no clue. Okay. Well, that's
0: I... a good, it's a good uh, lead way into this quick thing that I wanted to mention for uh, ACB members. So I w- have been told uh, through the company that ACB members do have a, have a ten percent discount from the full price, uh, and there is also payment plans that are okay from the website.
3: I'd like to add something, to Dr. Walensky. Oh, my, my unit is my unit is probably three and a half years old. The battery still charges fine. It holds normal. So you know, I've not had any problems with it at all.
0: That's good you know, to so hear. It,
3: it's a, yeah. yeah. And one thing we might want to go back to that 704 number that wouldn't be able to log on at the very beginning of the question to see if they could come back.
0: Maybe they had a question for you, Dan. How does it feel to go that fast? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to also give out um, you know a, a name that uh, people can reach uh, and an email uh, that people can reach. It's uh, Oded Sin who's part of from the company. Um, he's with ORCAM and he works with uh usually speaking with a lot of people at ACB and is connected with them. So, if you wanted to reach out to ODED, uh, you can reach him at ODED.tsin at ORCAM.com O-R-C-A-M and you can reach out to him for anything about uh, you know, the discount for ACB members and to reach out and identify also yourself as an ACB member because we do a lot of events with them and really um, uh, look forward to help, helping and being and sponsoring more events. Are there any other questions out there? Maybe for Dan.
3: <laughs> I think the moderator had to step away just a second.
0: Okay. You know,
3: um, I'm hoping if anybody is interested in following my race, I'll be racing April the 30th through May the 2nd. and. I think the website is ectamile.com. So East Coast Timing Association or Mile.com, and they'll be live streaming the event. And if they wanted to go to my Facebook page, it's Tragedy to Triumph Racing on Facebook, and we'll be doing some live Facebook uh, post there. And throughout the weekend, give us updates. And once we get everything settled in with the car, we might actually make a pass through Facebook Live and everybody can hear. What I hear, Um, I have a co-pilot while we're testing this new guidance system because the car I designed it it actually has two steering wheels. So just in case there's a problem a malfunction, my co-pilot, my crew chief can take over, you know, and get us safely stopped. And so I'll probably let him hold the phone and everybody can hear exactly how my guidance system gives me audible feedback because we're all about safety. So I primarily hear my guidance system through my molded earbuds but it's also being broadcasted through door speakers in the car um that's one thing we learned and we changed since spaceport i had a 60 watt amp at the spaceport now i have a 500 watt amp because it was so there's so much wind noise and the motor turning 7,000 rpms that you know we couldn't hear the door speakers so we upped that so uh hopefully we'll make some facebook live from inside the race car and everybody can hear exactly what I hear, and I'll make a pass.
0: Well, that's great, Dan. And what I want to also tell people, too, is that um, what what it, they can also find out more about ORCAM if they want If they're on Facebook, we have a user space site where they can go to user space, yes. ORCAM user space. And what, what I'll try to do, Dan, also, is uh, I know we have um, a video of you that we uh, did. So that way, uh, it tells your story as well. and it, it actually uh, talks about uh, the motorcycle and your car as well. So I can put that yeah. on, people come join join on there. Yeah.
3: And, and everybody that's you know, thinking about it or has ORCAM, the ORCAM user space is good because not only is Dr. Walensky, but other people from ORCAM is answering questions. Plus you get to interact with other ORCAM users. So you know, some, one person might have a little technique that they've learned that might help you do something A little different than what you are trying, and so it's a good resource to be able to learn how to use the the OrCam, and also possibly help somebody in the future if they're new um, adapt to it. And uh, and there's, you know, like I said, the the updates and you know are always announced on there. It's
0: it's a good uh, group to join. Right, and I just like everyone shares stories. Yeah. Was there any other questions? Are, there's a lot of hands up. I don't know who's available to ask the questions. We, I know we don't, unfortunately, I believe we don't have a chat room here. I see a lot of hands up. Oh, my oh my, I know we have a lot of hands up, Dan. Hmm? Is somebody unmuted? They can try. Yes, to I am. Sure. Oh, there you are, Dad. Okay. I'm not
2: sure what happened to uh, Sheila's audio, but um, yeah. she's here and she's doing it, but she's not able to talk to us. Wow. Um, yeah, so um, so my question, a couple of questions. Um, for the glasses, um, uh, mine don't, I mean, most of the frames these days are plastic, but they would need to be metal frames for the magnetic part to work.
0: So, no, not at all. It's a great question. I'm glad you bring that up. Actually, okay. prefer, preferred would be plastic. Oh, OK. Yeah. When
2: you say magnetic, I'm assuming it needs metal to magnet up to. Sure, you know?
0: but yeah, not necessarily because what it is, it's, it's a little magnet that you put on your own. Web. Oh, oh,
2: oh, okay. I see.
0: Okay, okay. It's, like a, it's like a magnet with a little zip top. And got it. Zip tie gets zipped right onto the side of the frame on that on, that, on the on the oh got on it.
2: Okay, thanks for that clarification because I yeah, didn't sorry. have that picture at all. Good. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. so good, good. Just, okay, my yeah. next question. Yep, Go I got another one. Um, so um what about what about um, orientation or training or tutorials or because one of the things I know, especially for um a lot of congenitally blind people, when you're talking about the directions and as you describe them, I know sometimes the interpretation for people like what is straight ahead or am I pointing in the right direction or am I this thing or thating um, sometimes is a little bit challenging. So um what what kind of training is there or how do people sort of get acclimated?
0: Sure. So uh, orcam, you know we do have and 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 thank you for mentioning all this as well. It's a very important. And I try to do as good job as I can.
2: <laughs> no, at, it's hard. Uh,
0: being descriptive. Yes, but I, I I know not to say, you know, oh, it's over there, you know? <laughs> but um, the uh, there are descriptive videos that are uh, online on the website and people have learned from there. There are um, the dealers who are out there, it can come with training. So people can get trained on the device as well. So usually that training process is about an hour. Uh, if somebody is used to using other technology, it could be less. It, or if they're not used used to using some technology, it could be a little bit more. But that's really mm-hmm. all it takes, and it just takes a little bit of orienting yourself, just like you said, of how where the camera is taking a picture, where it's sitting on the glasses. Like I was mentioning, holding the book eye level. So mm-hmm. a lot of individuals start holding the book down instead of up because they got to remember the camera is facing straight ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, of you so i always say wherever your nose is pointing mm-hmm. that's what yeah, the pointing so and mm-hmm. that's how OrCam works that's the simplest, mm-hmm. simplest way to put it mm-hmm.
2: no that's 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 very
3: helpful
0: okay, but the, but great. there is help there is help out there and there's also even uh people on the orcam team a one eight hundred number to call for uh sort of user success where people can help you with troubleshooting or anything like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And would you give also um, one more time the email address for the person that we sure, would?
0: Or I'll contact. give Oded's email address, which is mm-hmm. Odedsin at uh, orcam.com, and it's Oded O D E D dot mm-hmm. sin T S I N at orcam o r c a m com. And if right. someone just wanted to go to the website, it's just orcam.com o r c a m. Thank you, thanks. Deb, and and thanks for reminding me that I was muted. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Last three numbers five one seven. You may unmute. Hi, this is Mary Beth, and I had a couple of quick questions. Um, one about the color identifier: how how um, how good is it? How how exactly does it does it work? Also, to the dreaded probably question: how much does this cost? And um, just a third question: Is there are there any plans in the future, as far as the orientation uh, part of it goes, to do anything with things like traffic lights and and walk signs? Thank you.
0: All right. So let's see if I got all of those. I'll say I'll start with the easy one: traffic lights and uh, walk signs. Actually, OrCam was in the original device seven years ago doing that. Uh, unfortunately, they took they did take that out of the um, system, and the reason was is because of legal issues and the legalities of that. It is technology, while technology, we want it to always work 100%, we have to be sure with the safety of the individual. What if a mistake does happen? So the lawyers were keen on getting that out of there. So hopefully that's understood. Um, Oh, um, Actually, is is Aliza on here? Is she able to be on?
7: am I'm on here. (laughs) <laughs>
0: Aliza, maybe you want to feel the uh the actual costs of things and Yes,
7: ab- absolutely. So I'm just going to give you the the baseline the MSRP price for the for the MyEye Pro and that is 4250. Um we do have sales sometimes and some of our dealers will have a special and ACB members get a 10% discount on. But when we're having specials, they cannot use the 10% discount on
0: Right so it's not combined and then also there's the payment plan is what's the company name again
7: um the the payment plan is called Sunbit so that is available and we also have a number of of dealers throughout the throughout the US who have payment plans as well okay your next okay. question is bill j you may
1: unmute bill okay can you hear me yes sir
3: all right, great. My question was dealing with the uh, software. I know, like with JAWS, if you want to update it, you know, you pay the one hundred and fifty dollars a year, and and uh, um, but with with updating software as 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 you progress, is there a fee for that, or is it free, like for life? Is it uh, what if what if you upgrade to the point where you need a new device? What's the,
0: what are the regulations for that? want will tackle that too, Elisa.
7: Yes, of course. Um, so I, I just want to make sure that I'm answering. So if I'm not answering, let, please let me know, okay? So our, our device, the MyEye Pro, comes with a two-year warranty. So if any of the software has a problem during that time, um, we, will, we will take care of it. If there are any upgrades, um, if we have a bug fix, if we do any fine tuning, if one of the current features gets better, those, those are included in the warranty um, it, or updates. I, apro- I apologize. If we do any update mm. updates, we'll take Correct. care of those as mm, part of the warranty. Right. If we do an upgrade, like if we add a new feature that is not part of your device, um, there can be a charge for that.
3: And I'd like to add something, the, like the updates at nighttime when you put your phone, I mean, your OrCam on charge, if it's connected to your Wi-Fi at your house, it'll automatically update, you know, some of the, the things. So that makes it simple, you know, you don't have to worry about it, uh, going there manually doing it, etc. It, it automatically
0: does it. Correct. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, so if, like, there is an update available for you, it'll automatically do it. Mm-hmm.
1: okay and we have time for maybe one more chanel allen you may unmute hello um i so does the OrCam rely
5: on like you were mentioning you know looking at your wrist for the time or being able to like point to a specific part of a page i'm um, I know you kind of asked this question, answered a little bit, like that people can just kind of point it in direction to explore their environment, but for somebody who's been blind since birth and doesn't have control of eye movements, um, how much does that, is that required?
0: So there's um, no eye movement required because it's not working with anything with the eyes. So it doesn't have like, like I know some technology works with eye tracking. Right. Yeah, this does not.
5: Okay. And like, you know, just for pointing or just, you know, sometimes it can be really awkward for people like, you know, who are maybe like me, spatially challenged to point, you know, I may think I'm pointing at a paper or a sign or whatever. And I'm actually not. So I don't know. Does it have any mechanisms to compensate for that?
0: Yes. So I mentioned before that it also has automatic features. Right. So that okay. way you don't have to, you can set it to automatic. Okay. And then... What's even great about that, let's say you had the facial recognition, part of it set to automatic, it's not going to keep saying that person's name when it first sees them, because that can get a little annoying. It'll keep saying the name over and over and over again. Um, You don't want it to do that. So in the settings feature, you can actually set, okay, it's not going to repeat the same name of that person for the next like. 20 minutes. Okay,
5: and I'd be real curious, I'm sure that to know how it compares to like the iPhone OCR apps that are out there now super sense uh, voice Dreams, get all the like seeing AI. Is it better? Does it have better technology? Is it um, or just different?
0: I, I, I would say. I, go ahead I've David.
3: Used, okay, I've used both of them, and I find this easier. Um, Holding the phone still, you don't have a good perception of where it's pointing uh, in your hand. You can get close, whereas one of the things you talk about, spatial, you can actually touch the page or the product that you're wanting it to read or identify. And so, like Dr. Walensky said, it's going to follow your fingernail, so you just touch it when you hear that noise, remove your finger, and it's going to take a, the picture around it. It doesn't necessarily have to take the exact little area that you're pointing at, it's going to take a picture of the print that's there and then going to start reading it. So it's definitely easier um, than, the, like I said, some of the OCR devices. Yes.
1: And, Dr. and Dan, I hate to say this, but we've got about 30 seconds. So, do you have anything mm-hmm. that you would like to end
0: with? I would. I would just like to thank everybody from the ACB and glad you're here supporting and here today. Thank you so much. And I would like to invite people to the Facebook user space site. There's a lot of good information there and you speak to others and, and you know, uh, people like Dan using the device. And thank you, Dan. Thanks so much. Uh, I appreciate it. I enjoyed it. And thank you, Aliza. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and to join the Facebook user group, you don't have to be an yeah. owner. You know, You can go in there and learn. So. Well,
1: thank you so much. Have a wonderful afternoon.